And so my, my amazing mentor um, just so happened to feel led to each week meet with me um, and plan the curriculum, plan the lesson, and then also execute the lesson with me. And we did that for two years. And I got to watch, sit on the front row of watching kids see Jesus. And um, it's making me teary because kids have less barriers than us. And they're able to articulate and kind of even just their defenses come down sooner. And so I just was such a powerful counterpoint to my own journey to weekly be with kids who were hearing from Jesus. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Centered. This is a podcast dedicated to exploring spiritual practices for everyday living. Um, You know, we're a group of people who just would love to find a little less stress and anxiety and a little more peace and centeredness in our lives. And we really hope that um, this is a space where you can find the same in your life as well. Um, Joined again today with uh, a couple wonderful people. Well, first of all, my name is Carl Helvig. Um, As as you know, while this is a podcast um, designed for everybody, regardless of your spiritual background, where your journey's brought you, we are indeed hosted out of a little church called Centennial Covenant, and I'm one of the pastors here. also here with Roy Graham. Hey, Carl, Steph, good to be with you guys again. You too. And Stephanie Bergstrom back again for yes. another week. So glad to be here. Um, I was thinking about one of the last recorded things that um, Jesus said at the very end of his time on earth was he made a promise to all of his friends and disciples. And I think it was both those who knew him at that time and everybody. And the promise was, he said, I am with you always. And in a sense, it's that promise that we're kind of exploring with this thing we're calling interactive prayer, this idea that if Jesus is really with us, and and the Christian teaching has been that God isn't this idea or this image or this, you know, wooden statue, but God is is alive, then that means we can interact. We can have a relationship. We can talk. Um, if you listened to last week's episode, uh, and if you haven't, I'd encourage you to go do it. But Steph shared a little bit about how that idea of interactive prayer has really been transformative. And, and Steph, you've said you'd be willing to just kind of do a, create a little space and to maybe even guide people through that right now. So um, what we're going to ask you to do is try to create a little space in your life right now where, you know, if you've got 10 minutes or so, you can sit and create some silence. And, and we'd invite you to, um, in whatever way you're comfortable, engage um, in a practice of interactive prayer. I just wanted to start off with a little background, a little context for this practice. Uh, First of all, um, in my journey, I spoke about having a mentor that I've been meeting with for the last three and a half years. And as God would have it in his grace, the same mentor came alongside me in my ministry here at Centennial. Um, I have the privilege and honor of teaching first through fifth graders every Sunday and um, had also been an elementary school teacher in a public school for a number of years and really delved a lot into curriculum and development and was always loved making lesson plans and thinking of amazing activities to capture kids' attention. And so, of course, it seemed to fit to me to enter in the church world doing that through Sunday school Mm -hmm. and maybe liven things up a bit, Um, especially as I was mostly a privilege to be a stay-at-home mom. This was a great part-time gig that I um, started about 12 years ago. And in doing so, 
Um, I did get to a point of being dry with that too, as, as God was moving in my heart, in my own spiritual journey, I was finding that the curriculum that we were using to teach kids, um, while again, had a lot of value, had foundational biblical truths and, and moral platitudes that are great and still into our kids' hearts and minds. We weren't creating space for kids to meet with Jesus mm. and to hear from him. Just like I hadn't had that, why would that be any different? And so my, my amazing mentor um, just so happened to feel led mm-hmm. to each week meet with me um, and plan the curriculum, plan the lesson, and then also execute the lesson with me. And we did that for two years. And I got to watch, sit on the front row of watching kids see Jesus. And um, it's making me teary because... Kids have less barriers than us, mm-hmm. That's true. and they're able to articulate and kind of even just their defenses come down sooner. And so it just was such a powerful counterpoint to my own journey to weekly be with kids who were hearing from Jesus mm-hmm. because of the space that was being created for them to do so. And so um, the exercise I'm going to do with you today is something that I actually did about a month ago in my classroom here at Centennial. And um, it was rewarding to do with the kids, but I also think is very appropriate and something that I kind of do on the daily for myself. So I just want you to start off by just taking a few deep breaths. And I find that closing my eyes, because I'm going to use my imagination or encourage you to use yours, is helpful to just relax, close your eyes, slow your breathing down, and just be. And I want you to think about a memory, somewhere really positive, It works really great to do this with maybe a place that you got to be outside, to be in nature. Maybe you were hiking or camping, or maybe it's your bedroom at home. You love sitting in there because you have a comfy beanbag chair. Or maybe it's in your backyard. You like to lay on your trampoline at night and look at the stars. But think of a place that feels really safe for you and you felt comfortable and peaceful in that place. And once you've identified that place, I want you just to explore it with your eyes and your mind. What do you see? What colors? jump out at you? What does it look like? What do you hear? Maybe there's a breeze. Maybe it's cool. Maybe it's warm. What do you feel? What can you touch? as you're in your place and you're taking slow breaths 
there anything you smell? And while you're there in that memory, that special safe place, can you see Jesus in that memory? Maybe you need to invite him to be with you in that memory. Maybe he's already there. And as you're in this place and you see Jesus, where's Jesus? What is Jesus doing? Just spend some time with him right now. Maybe Jesus just wants to be with you, but maybe Jesus has something to say to you. It's okay to listen and see if he has something to say. Just spend some time, some quiet time with him right now in your safe space. And when you feel ready, you can open your eyes and be in this moment and be grateful and thankful for what God has shown you. That was the practice that I did with kids um, a few weeks ago. And yeah, I just don't know if anyone got to experience that even now. And if you did, what was that like? Yeah, I sure did, Steph. I, um, I, mean, I love those exercises. And there's always this point in which I it happened again now, like uh, you said, now we can open our eyes. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't want to go yet. I'm not ready. Um, and just to share briefly... Um, you know, the memory that popped right in my mind was uh, a few years ago, um, I was in England, um, just south of Canterbury in a little village called Bridge, and I had been doing the work, some work during the day and had time for a quick walk across the fields um, before we had dinner. And um, just there's this whole system across all of the UK, not just in England and Scotland as well, but um, it's called the foot, public footpath system. So you can walk across, you have right of access to walk across the farmer's lands. And so I went out and did this and um, walked up this hill and and um, came to this, there's a gate that was separating two fields on, right on the crest line, looking west, the sun was setting, you know, it was this sort of picturesque English countryside and looking down across these fields to this little cops of hills called pet bottom uh it was great names in, in england um and that was where i met jesus that's when so you, just as you go through sort of those senses 
it really helps activate my imagination and memory. And I, I could feel and see and sense that fence again. Like I'm re- leaning on this fence and I can feel the, the warm breeze. I think it was uh, early autumn when I was there. And um, just you can see the sunset again. And, and then I see Jesus walking up behind me and leaning his arms on this fence too. Um, this gate looking out across toward Pet Bottom. And um, he's dressed English style in a, mm. a slicker. So he's got this heavy canvas that's oil. They smell dreadful, um, <laughs> but it's, you know, it's very good for the, for the damp. And um, we're just for the first, you know, little bit, we're just enjoying each other. We're just enjoying this westering sun, as Tolkien put it. And, um, and then I felt him sort of lean next to me and he was on my left, so he, he kind of his right shoulder brushes my left shoulder, and he says to me, "You know, this is this is where it started, but this is not where it's going to end." And I knew right away he was referring to our calling to have an international home base in the UK, and it was in that place in Canterbury, south of Canterbury, where I felt the Lord leading, to calling us to. I thought to England. I thought to right there actually, and. Um, just as these we've discerned and unfold things, uh, we're actually moving to Scotland instead, but right at the other end of the country. But um, it was just so comforting to know this in this prayer time, Jesus saying, um, I know your heart is here and it started here and your heart's still here, but there's other places and things I want to send you as well. And uh, in fact, since we discerned a call to Scotland, Scotland and my heritage is actually really blossomed in me that I couldn't have known you know four or five years ago standing at that fence looking across pet bottom Um, so I just like yeah I just love that interaction and like I said I didn't want it to end Um, so thank you for guiding it was perfect and yeah also just as I because (laughs) because I'm a spiritual director and formation is my thing um also just kind of wanted to add here as we conclude this particular episode and just inviting everyone to 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 experience this, to give it a shot, but also to be gentle with yourself. Um, mm. you know, I've been leading these exercises in this way in a lot of different places, a lot of different people over the years. And I know that not every single time does someone experience, oh, God met me and stood with me at the fence of the sunset, you know, or <laughs> at a river. I mean, um, and I just want to say, please be patient and, and gentle with yourself as you experience and, and experiment, practice. We use the word practice with these exercises as you practice interacting with God all kinds of things go into it and just like your other relationships not every single interaction you have with your husband or your kid or your best friend is bam out of the park we're watching sunsets some of them are silent some of them are leave me alone I'm not interested in communicating right now but I wouldn't mind if you just sat here with me or whatever I mean so be patient be gentle as you practice these things um, God is still there. He is still very much for you and with you. And sometimes there'll be wows and sometimes there'll be, okay, uh, mm-hmm. I got nothing. Um, yeah. Try again. Practice again. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for mm-hmm. tuning into this episode, yeah? 